2: Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where we keep plugging along. And today we're talking NWA Saturday night on TBS from September the 1st, 1990. Another new month, same old us. I'm sitting here with Doc and Hardbody Harper. Oh, uh, Doc, how you doing? You hanging in there or what? Oh, wait, wait. Before you answer that, let me say one thing before you answer that. I do need to say, if you're a patron and you're hearing this, Early, it's because I try, I'm i trying to drop the intro, at least for this week, for sure. Early, so that this can be more timely. Now, Doc, how are you?
3: Is that because we decided that tonight we would go over our crypto portfolios and how we've mixed them up across the different crypto offerings?
4: Well, I know Texas, and I know that
1: there ain't nothing good that's ever come from that filthy, white, trash,
2: honky state of Texas. No, we will not be talking about crypto. But let's see you hey, where, where dance where around this a little born? more.
3: Where were your children born,
2: Mike? Let's see you continue to dance around this some more. What you do you really want me to say? You, you're gonna, you gonna have this dance, huh? You gonna do this? No, no. What do you, what do you want me to say?
4: Where were they born? Texas. There you go.
2: That don't mean, that don't mean it. That don't mean I Gary Hart, ain't right?
4: To spread the message. God bless Texas.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: So what do you want me to say? How do you, how
4: uh, do you want
3: me, how do you want me to handle this? You want me to lay down and cry and whine and moan? And you want me to shoot straight with you? You want me to shoot straight with the people? You, what do you want me to do? Boy,
2: you have been talking uh, big game for Let's see, this would be about 18, 19 weeks now, uh, so you need to just come clean and take your medicine like a real man would do, and all i I actually have one thing to say. Los vaqueros son cero, uno, yeah. <laughs> all one and done, baby.
4: <laughs> oh, bro. What the fuck, bro? Dude, uh, dude, They're so fucking overrated. It's not even funny.
3: I will say that yesterday I haven't been that hungover in a long time. Yeah. (laughs) But you know what I did learn? Uh... I I, I really aren't. I'm not racist. (laughs) Because if I was, Dak Prescott would have got called a few things on that last play.
2: Well, I mean, I got to defend you here. It's not just him you're cursing. You're cursing the coach, the owner. Because okay, so once again, the me- you bought into a false narrative about the same old thing with this team every single year. It's a flow chart. Get hype. Win a few games. Keep winning. Beat up on some bad teams. Yep. Get to the playoffs and, and drop take it, it up dirt. the rear. And drop yep. a turd.
3: So it. So you. You would you say that I am a more logical Cowboys fan than most? I hope so.
2: In real life, but not on this show. On the show, you get on here. DSC says you know, and all that nonsense because <laughs> you're trying to be entertaining. What do you think you Harper's trying to work? really
3: eating ass all the time?
2: Yes. Yeah. Of course.
3: Oh, never, never mind. mind.
4: Oh.
2: Exactly.
3: Harper, get that ass out of your mouth.
4: Oh, hold on. Uh, b- b- All
3: right. Look, the patrons know. Here's what the patrons know. If I thought we were going to be the best team ever, why didn't I pick us to even get to the NFC Championship game? All I did was pick us to get win the division in the, in the preview. Well, that's the easy part. I, I don't remember.
2: Did you pick – go ahead, Harper.
3: I had Green Bay. I had. I think Green Bay and Tampa Bay. I have Tampa Bay going to Super Bowl in the pre, before the season ever started, and I got the Buffalo Bills beating them. So I'm still good in terms of my predictions. Now here's what I know. Yeah, I like the team. You know why? Because I'm not some bandwagon piece of shit. We're probably get put on a Bills jersey now because they're all of a sudden good. <laughs> or now I'm into Joe Burrow because fuck that. No. This is where I live. This is where I root. But here's the thing. And I've told you this. So when, when I tell you something wrong, you say something. I hate our owner. Okay. All
2: right. I hate
3: our coach. All I said when they heard that fat piece of shit was at least I get somebody else to yell at instead of Jason Garrett. I need a new face to yell at. And boy, he's, <laughs> he's got all the chins ready for me to yell at. <laughs> Kellen Moore is the most overrated white privileged motherfucker that's ever lived.
0: <laughs> Dak
3: Prescott is a real problem if that's what he's going to produce for that kind of money. Zeke is a terrible human and a worse running back. And they're the worst coach team in the league. 14 penalties. We had seven pre-snap penalties. Can't even line up correctly to get a play run because we're too busy committing penalties. At home. At home. So I'm not gonna come out here and say, oh, the ref screwed us. Man, we screwed ourselves. How about that? I'm a stand-up guy. We had no here's the other thing I noticed. The 49ers shouldn't have won that game. They got lucky. They played a team that was more willing to be shitty than they were. (laughs) There's a whole bunch of players that I'm like, if they ain't here next year, good on it. The problem, though, and this is the problem. And what do you want me to do about it? It's cultural. Because the same bullshit happened under Garrett and the guy before Garrett and the guy before Parcells and the guy before Wade Phillips and the guy before blah, blah, blah. It's cultural. No accountability. And here's what I've also come to learn. And yeah, I'm hot about it. I ain't happy to lose. That's a bullshit. They should have beat that team. (laughs)
4: Mm.
3: Jerry. Here's how Jerry doesn't know how to run a team. What other entity in life? Is there more accountability than in the NFL? Hard pressed to find someplace. Maybe, yeah. The I battle, mean, because guys get battle, fired quickly. But if you can't produce today, you're gone. Except in Dallas, nobody's going to lose their job for that shit. Nobody's going to get benched. We pay people after they paid Zeke after he had hit maximum value. Jer, here's the thing about Jerry. Jerry wants to run that like a good old boy's family business where everybody has their spot. He will not want to pay everybody like they're a member of the family, but he wants to be a popular guy and one of the boys. And so there's no ultimate accountability. Therefore, the culture never changes.
2: Do y'all realize, do you realize you've only won three playoff games since 1997?
3: I, I was there, yeah.
2: I mean, the Cardinals have won more playoff games. <laughs> Since That's I, crazy. <laughs> the Cardinals have been to a Super Bowl, damn near won it.
4: Probably
3: should have. So I don't See, know what you want me to say.
1: I, I'm well, not. Well,
2: I, I'm glad you're coming clean. See, here, here's here's what the people don't know. Here's what the people don't know. You are very realistic. When not on this show and then you get on the show and you turn into doc where you got to perform. Well, I've already
3: started looking at the draft positions for the 24 slide. And I think we can turn this thing around real quick. You see how that's done?
2: I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about you get on this show and you start talking 17 and 0 Super Bowl. That's what that's next
3: year. By, you know, by the time Here's the thing. You know how when women have birth. They forget the ch- the pain associated with childbirth so that they're willing to do it again and procreate. By the time we hit warm weather, I've been forgotten all about this shit. Next year, going to be 17-0 and 0 again.
2: So you're saying cowboy fans are like women. I mean, that's a great analogy. I have to tell totally you. What do you have against you. women? Nothing. I'm just saying that you just, you just drove about the biology. point home. Oh, okay.
3: Now look, I don't need you, little Stephen A. Smith, coming on here.
2: <laughs> that and- dude is a clown, man. He almost died, though. Oh man. Bono almost about? took
3: his little funky ass out. Okay. Mm.
4: Fucking cowboys.
2: I just love it. Look I I love see, I'm too close to home with this stuff. I have never, and again, it's not fair because I haven't lived in other cities, never seen a fan base that is so delusional year after year with nothing to show for it in 25 years. I it is amazing how delusional. And the part that kills me is you could I can Harper you don't experience this cuz you don't live in, in another city that has an NFL team. I can be walking through the supermarket with a Saints shirt on, Saints hat on, something like that. Sweatshirt. These fools will stop you. Don't know you from Adam. And say something <laughs> completely stupid and derogatory. And they're joking. It's not like they're about to attack you yeah. or something. But they they, they can't help themselves.
3: And, uh, Bro, I almost had to throw down on a brother last night. Okay. This fool brought his kid out to our soccer practice for the first time. And he was wearing a 49ers sweatshirt. Oh, fuck.
2: Oh, that's just first trolling point. at that point. That kid don't know the difference.
3: <laughs> no, the dad was.
2: Oh, okay. So he really was. <laughs> we
3: play, and we play with a bunch of Mexicans, and nobody loves the Cowboys more than the
2: Mexicans. That's not true. Uh, them, them Boy, white, Mexicans. white people, white Mexicans, people in Texas love them some Cowboys. Mexicans
3: too. love two things:
2: soccer and Cowboys.
3: The Raiders and the Cowboys. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's why I love they, my Mexican. That's why I love my Mexican brothers. They down will with the come
2: Cowboys. up to you in the store. Don't know you. And say something completely off the wall, and you're like, all right, bro. Well, <laughs> why
3: don't cool. you Why don't you go back home if it's so bad here? Then
2: I'm just saying they are delusional. And the best part about it, there are 25 year old fans who talk who I'll give it this. Y'all don't even bring up the Super Bowls no more. I've noticed that lately. Because Most
3: people don't remember them, bro. It's so yeah, no. far in the past at this before, point. Huh?
2: No, they, they don't. I mean, old heads will. Uh, bro, we have <laughs> Good luck, bro, because the last 25 years have been miserable. But they don't even bring that. But they will stop you and mention it to you because they got to get their stuff in. Let, They're like a spot monkey wrestler.
3: Let me tell you this, too. Here's the other thing. And this is where this is where the culture is all fucked up. And I'm going to say this out loud, and I want you to truly, truly, truly. And this is where I need babyface sympathy. This is where I'm like Ricky Morton to all of you listeners (laughs) reaching out to the ropes going, help me. Our wide receiver was blinded by the sun in an (laughs) indoor stadium in a playoff game.
2: Not the first time that's happened.
3: Oh, God. Because they built the stadium the wrong way to maximize property values for economic development between that stadium and the Rangers Stadium. And for some unbeknownst reason, they refused to put up some curtains and some knockout curtains so that we can play football.
2: It doesn't take a brain surgeon of an engineer to figure out how to fix the problem, (laughs) but they won't fix it. They don't give a shit. That would cut That's, into somebody. I've problems. been in there. That sun comes right through those doors. It's fantastic. <laughs> it will blast you at that forty five degree angle.
3: And then the cherry on top is that our punter hit the scoreboard.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, that. you know. I mean, <laughs> what what you gonna do, right?
3: And here's so the thing, I guys. Was a, I was so, gonna say so Cowboys sixteen you, and zero at so, Super Bowl, but Mike said I couldn't do it. So then I went with the oh, well the go eight and eat. bullshit, pal. We're going sixteen and oh, Super Bowl, suck it.
2: All right, proceed, Doc. I just thought I'd drop that one. Well,
3: so this is where if I I believe I show my true colors as a baby face to the people is It would be easy to go, ah, they're bullshit. Cowboys are bullshit. I'm just going to change my allegiance. I'm I'm a Browns. How many people have been Browns fans the last few years?
4: Yeah.
3: Right, because they're all of a sudden going to be good. They got OBJ, biggest fraud ever. Or I'm going to be this fan, or I'm going to be that fan, or Kyler Murray. Look, this is who it is. I'm stuck with this. It sucks. I ain't happy right now. Look, I, and I didn't think we were going to go to Tampa and beat Tampa Bay, but we damn sure should have won the first round. No. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers, dog. And I, listen, there's two groups of people out there. People that are taking joy in this. And I hope you all have a very good time when y'all catch the Rona. And then there's the people that understand the pain and heartbreak around this, and uh, I appreciate your
2: support. <laughs> <laughs> you're bringing
3: I'm, on a heartache.
2: I sat there and watched that.
3: You loved it because you're a piece of crap.
2: No, nah, like, I kind of root, their...
3: root for the Saints because, you know, y'all are my boys, and if it doesn't get in our way, then good on it. Somebody I know is getting some, but Bruh. not like you.
2: I don't enjoy it. I watched it with the kid and he he's one of those kids who's never experienced them as a winner. Latrell he, called
3: Latrell called Mike McCarthy a fat ass. <laughs>
2: and he all I mean he's just in there like, "Oh my god. You, oh my like you just see it and I'm looking and I'm going.
3: I couldn't believe that we had worked ourselves into a chance to take a shot. And then he took off running. Well, yeah, and, and I'm sta- you picture the picture it. I'm up in the middle of the living room floor, jumping up and down, screaming uh, at the uh, TV. Uh, no. Uh, no, no, no.
4: Yeah, I couldn't believe because I'm watching. I'm like, oh, sh- okay, wait, they're they're on throwing 40 you they're on a fifty. I was like, oh, f- oh, fuck, they might pull this off. They get to the 40. They to get to, I'm like, dude, they might fucking win this. And then when that motherfucker ran with 14 seconds, I was like, you fucking idiot. And
3: he, then they told on themselves.
2: There was, it they was told, multiple problems, they, but keep going.
3: They told on themselves here. When they said, oh, we practiced that play. Well, if you truly practice that play, then you're telling me that you practiced it wrong. Because you got to get up and hand the ball to an official,
4: right? So that tells to, me the ref has to touch the ball. So that tells
3: me y'all been practicing it wrong. That that's not helpful <laughs> information.
4: Yeah, that's fucking right? And I heard someone oh they're like the fucking the fucking Yankees of, of the NFL and everyone hates them. I was like brother NF the Yankees got rings, motherfucker. Dallas.
3: But the Yankees went like thirty years without one. They yeah. went on a long, long stretch. But they've got we'll
4: a out, lot we'll since then. We'll be back then. next year. Hasn't done anything since fucking uh you know the, Bro, the, the we came the, out on the first place. Pearl jam came out with ten.
3: No, it was after that. But <laughs> we we uh, first uh. play from scrimmage lined up in the neutral zone. I don't fucking get it. How they? I get mean, that. how do you? How? I mean, I'm like shit. He's lined up in the fucking neutral zone. That's a penalty.
4: It's so. I, go, I guess because off. they beat Jobbers all fucking year long, and now they got a place. Well, year. and so for all those people out there, like the T Hogs
3: and the Fritzes, that are all like, hey, 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 hey. The dumpster fires that and Phil Allen. God, it, I mean, shit. At least we had a shot in the fourth quarter, yeah. unlike the Eagles. The rest of that division needs to – I mean, they need to provide a little bit of end season competition so we can break a sweat and learn how to play. Yeah.
4: And and the Cardinals last night, what the fuck?
2: I'm convinced that the Rams looked up at the score and saw that the Cardinals had lost that last week as they were in overtime and said, screw this, we don't want to play the Saints. Not that they're that good, but their defense – can give us problems we're not worried about trevor simeon and they really looked up at that score and was like we'll take our chances with the cardinals
0: like hey, i really think the rams though.
2: thought that and that screwed yeah. the cowboys because the cowboys would have got the cardinals
3: we would have beat them
2: i don't know y'all just lost to him three weeks ago at home
3: yeah but that was a different thing yeah
2: no it wasn't a different thing y'all lost but go ahead
3: Hey, I heard that um a little birdie told me that you were uh that you had a listener on Twitter saying that you didn't believe that the NFL is a work.
2: Oh man. I don't know. People can't take a joke sometimes. What like, is it a joke? Just I mean, it it's like a we're having fun. I don't think they book every single game like a pro wrestling match, okay? But it's a pro we do a pro wrestling podcast so we got to some kind of way tie it into things and yeah i tweeted out you can't tell me football ain't fixed look at this and that dude worked himself into a shoot so i just you know i used to not block people but now i'm to the point where i'm like let me help you out so that you don't have to be persecuted through another one of my tweets again and let me just go ahead and hit the block button
3: why would you be on twitter and not block people that sounds like the only good functionality of the platform.
2: I used to just mute and move on. I just ain't got time for it. Whatever. You know, you want to be an idiot, say something stupid, mute, move on. Now, she, you getting a block because I ain't putting up with stupidity.
3: That's what happens when you get big time. You can start blocking people.
2: I mean, yeah. you just, you know, you just, it's just, it's not that. It's, you know, you got idiots out there. It'll...
3: Speaking of people who take th- th- things in themselves too seriously, how's the D-man doing?
4: I don't. I don't know. I know he. He had COVID. Wait. He, just, he had what? He had. He had the uh, the health crisis.
3: Okay. We can't say those words on the air, but.
4: Uh, yeah. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Well, somebody that
3: old might have some problems with this thing. Is he all right? I mean. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he came on the show and worked himself into a shoe. So. Yeah, and
4: he Doc. fucking uh he he fucking left the Facebook group.
2: <laughs> I told Doc. Doc, Doc was like, I right, I give him enough thought. I'm not gonna put any more thought to that. <laughs> Doc, did you see I mean, what I what I tweeted out about the NFL being a work that first hit on Brady when the dude like hit him but he's trying to stop him from falling and he's lifting him up as he's as right. he hit him. And Troy was like he, that ain't
3: that ain't a penalty.
2: And I'm like, wow. Literally they the guy just he puts a spin move on a tackle, hits Brady, but then he's he's trying to hold him up as Brady's falling to the ground and <laughs> they call the penalty. I was like, what what is this? And for for anybody out there who's saying, oh, Brady, you just hate Brady because of the Bucs. No, they do this to every – this happens to lots of quarterbacks, not just Brady. But Brady's probably going to get that call more often than some others. It it looked pathetic, and it's on a film flying around the world. Anyway, had to get that in. What are we doing here? We're going to talk some wrestling tonight.
3: I guess. I mean, Harper hasn't watched the episode, so sure.
4: Yeah,
3: I'm not watching this crap anymore. Wow, <laughs> oh,
2: just breaks kayfabe. That's it's it's all
4: shit matches.
3: Hey, we're about to do the uh, Clash in a couple of days, and I'm you know I'm not done because you can't sit and watch something in one, I mean, one setting. But what I've
4: seen so far is not that bad? It's well, Harper. Fucking...
2: It's not the matches, Harper. It's the, it's there's no shit talking. That's there's the problem.
4: No shit talking. The horsemen are now just, you know, not what they once were. I mean, the only good... I mean, you got the the Southern boys, but I mean, for the most part, it's just shit. What
3: about Tom they... Zink?
4: Huh? Tom Zink? Yeah. Yeah. The Z-Man. And then I'm thinking, fuck, PM News is coming up next. I'm like, what the
2: fuck, bro? Hey, Austin's on the way. Soon. yeah.
4: That's true.
2: I mean, there's better days ahead there. It it sounds crazy. I know people are like, what do you mean? No, there's better days ahead, but Hey, real quick, before we jump into the episode, I do need to uh, mention a couple of things. First, Shout out to Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blassie, Mike Childry, Joe Ice, our largest page contributors monthly. Thanks for your support of the show. And it had one new patron this week, Philip M. Thanks for signing up. Thanks for becoming a patron. We appreciate it. Uh, Enjoy those 300 plus patron exclusive shows, including the video reviews of these things. And as Doc just said, we have a Clash of the Champions coming up. I believe it's Clash 12, uh, where... It's an entertaining clash. I've got some complaints and concerns, but it was a good clash. And more on that, I think we'll drop it a day or two after this show drops. So we got the clash coming up and you can get access to all of the clashes, including that one by signing up at tinyurl.com slash i I'm sorry, Patreon B-T-T. That's tinyurl.com slash Patreon B-T-T. Um, but I do feel your pain, Hopper. we are, I mean we're just in a period that was different <laughs> for us and like Doc said this stuff's all kind of new to him. So yeah, it's uh it's a different world. There are some nuggets of gold, but there're also some times where it's like god what the hell are we doing? Yeah. And the the main thing is we said this last week week before Doc it's there's no the the shit talk is just it's lacks.
3: It's all generic overproduced. Yeah. Nonsense. Well let me yeah. let me get man, the man at the get... end of the day. I want look, they've been if y'all ain't keeping up with the what the Briscoes are doing on Twitter versus FTR. I mean, they've half convinced me that there's gonna be some real assault and violence when they meet up. Cause they're acting like this shit's personal and they're mad at each other. Am I wrong,
2: Mike? I'm trying to remember what Jay Briscoe popped. He me.
3: said, please know that the next time we see you, y'all are fucking dead. We're going to fucking kill y'all.
2: <laughs> I didn't actually like that line. although I, I don't either because it's it.
3: too far. They
2: yeah, you're either. not. Well, it's not just too far. It's just you're not going to kill him. But the line right. that got me was something to the effect of.
3: He said that they would show up at AEW. Beat FTR before the commercial break. And while the commercial comes on and it's the box and box, they would be dancing on their bitch
2: asses. And then he said, just, and then he said, destroy y'all whole fucking tag division. And, and, then, what the,
3: and then what are y'all going to do about it?
2: That's actually the one that was better to me than that one where he's saying, we're going to F and kill y'all. Cause I'm like, eh, I don't know. Like it, you gotta be real. You're not, nobody's going to kill anybody. It's, you know, promise what you intend to do. You really don't intend to kill him. You intend to hurt him, but you ain't trying to kill a man.
3: But I get the feeling they're they're trying to convince me of some some severe ill will towards one another. Where these guys just look like they're trying to get to the end of the take. Yeah. Agree. And not have and, to cut it and not have to recut it.
2: And, and, and let me say this. We're talking about the Briscoes, but the, F, the FTR's promos are just as damn good. Like they're going off too in a different manner. It's not as wild as Briscoe. I I pop at Mark Briscoe because he's comedy, but he's not comedy. He's always eating something. He's eating a sandwich one time, crackers, eating pudding. Like he's <laughs> dude's a clown and not even trying to be a clown. He's just eating while his brother cuts a promo. I, I I think that's great. But to the point Doc made, yeah, this is it. You nailed it, Doc. God, I hate when you're right. But you've admitted tonight the Cowboys issues, and now you're right about this. It's just generic. It's cookie-cutter generic. I mean,
3: here's the thing, and and it's with the current product, too. It might be scripted, but I believe that there's some sort of professional jealousy or professional competition between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar to who can be the top of the mountain. And I might have to talk myself into more of it than, like, if Oli was cutting a promo talking about ending Dusty's career, but it's at least believable that those two guys might not like each other because they both want to be the the top guy on the mountain. I got to have some plausible believability that we're going to have that that people are are trying to do something for real and I'm sorry but JYD in around ain't doing it for me. No.
2: Well, okay, and you just said something. Like they might have a little bit of real animosity. So I'm going to ask Harper, but I'm a, I'm a not ask him to say names. Harper Wildcat locker room. Does everybody get along singing Kumbaya? Are there some egos involved from time to time? I'm not asking you to put anybody on blast.
4: There's all fucking egos. Everybody thinks they're John Cena.
2: There's a reason I ask him that. Because everybody likes to think you know, these guys are working but there's animosity sometimes between guys whether you're yeah. on the indies or whether you're on the big time like, there's... hey
3: man, youth sports, I tell the boy all the time, he's like I don't like so and so I'm like you don't have to like him, I ain't asking you to invite him over but come game time you gotta work with him
2: good point very good point, alright well let's get into it, get this video version going, so Again, this is September first of nineteen ninety. Can y'all see the uh, the video and Bob Codd on Jr. And when yeah.
3: and let's be clear, when Harper said everybody in that locker room thinks that they're John Cena, he's talking about
4: himself. Oh yeah.
2: Well, he is a superstar.
4: I am a superstar.
2: <laughs> Doc, remember we used to walk around work whistling. <laughs> <laughs> when I say walk around, like you just cruising through the hallway and hit the hit that. <laughs> and it's like, it's like a duck call. There's only so like your ears aren't tuned to it unless you're a duck. Right. If you had a, if you had a, if you had one of those duck calls, <laughs> well, so I could be walking and not see him. And I hear that in my <laughs> head lifts <laughs> up. Like, so then one time, this is an old story. As Brad Armstrong is cutting a promo in the first match. Uh, Cause he's taking on Brian Carr. One time doc, I, it was, it was another coworker who heard the song and did she didn't know what it was but she was like I wonder who's always whistling that that's you and Mike remember you know what I'm talking about Doc Mhm okay but anyway it's funny because I I told Doc one day I was like man you think anybody ever hears it when we're just walking through the halls and cruising the halls and think and look up and go wait that's John Cena's music and he's like bro nobody here watching that <laughs> I mean, there's thousands of people, but you know, I mean, obviously there's probably someone, but you know, for obvious reasons, I don't know. Uh, but it's like a bird call of sorts. So, was
4: anyway. it the chick that likes the horses?
2: No, not not that one. No, nah, different one, different one. I wonder how she's doing.
4: Yeah, I don't care. She's probably riding the horse. Yeah,
2: not this one. Oh, she was not the horse riding type. Hmm. All right, let's keep moving. Um, So, again, this episode of Saturday Night, it was actually taped on August 20th, and we're back at the Cobb County Civic Center. I love this building. Don't have the attendance records from this I right do, now.
3: too, but do we ever work anywhere else? No. Yes.
2: Georgia Mountain Center. We go there.
4: That's their sportatorium.
2: Basically, well, they, keep, they alternate a lot of times between Cobb County Civic Center and the Georgia Mountain Center. That's where they go to. And you know what? I don't blame them for going here a lot and taping here. Because there's at least, at least there's a crowd here. Yeah. I mean, it's not empty. Um, There's some times in 90 and even 91 where you you see some emptiness from what I recall. Uh, Even though we don't have much longer left in 90. But the first, uh, Bob Cottle and JR open the show. Uh, The copy we have is slightly cut off. And we do hear Jim Ross say, we'll see a video package of the newcomers, the Master Blasters, who will actually debut at the Clash. So more on that later. I want to get Doc and Hopper's thoughts on that video package once we get to it. We go to the first match. It's Brad Armstrong versus Brian Carr, who we've seen a a little bit of lately. We get a picture-in-picture promo from the Candyman, Brad Armstrong, who mentions he's happy to be back in the Uh, NWA.
3: Right here, Brian Carr kind of looks like a jacked-up Jimmy Garvin coming in the ring. Yeah, he does.
2: He looks like Jimmy before Jimmy got off the cycle. Come on. It's true.
3: You shouldn't be promoting those kinds of things.
2: You say it all the time. No. All right. Uh, Cottle mentions Brad and Tim Horner will be facing the Master Blasters at the upcoming Clash 12, which is taking place on Wednesday night, September the 5th, which, again, you can hear on our Patreon at tinyurl.com slash Patreon Sign up and get access to it. Doc, I'll go to you. Uh, Not a bad match, but, you know, I don't know why Brad is the – Candy Man. I mean, I know why they called him that, but why? I Actually, I don't know why. I'm just saying he's. <laughs> I don't know. Well, right? he's not it's... handing why out would...
4: any candy like he was supposed to.
2: Well, don't, don't don't say that.
4: Why? Why he's the Candy Man?
3: Would you take candy from a wrestler,
2: Hopper mm. Don't Maybe. give me no. Mm. Would you take candy from a wrestler? Oh yeah. I Do you know it's what's a in that chance. candy? I mean, imagine if they handed you some fun dip. You know what that stuff's laced with.
4: Oh god.
2: <laughs> Harper. Please tell me you did not try to snort that stuff as a kid.
4: With the fun dip? Yeah. All of it is just fucking sugar.
2: Yeah, it still burns.
4: And that that that, that, that fucking big white stick that you would Have stick you ever... in there. You Have eat you that
3: ever... Fun Dip from a wrestler, you're going to wake up with that white stick sticking in your butthole. Mm-hmm.
2: Have you seen Fun Dip lately? How much smaller the little stick is? Than Tiny. Mr.
4: Yeah. It's,
2: it's like a two-pip. That thing used to be huge, man.
4: It's like, wait, right. I mean, what the fuck? It's like, hey, let's just take sugar and fucking color and put it in these little bags.
3: It's
2: basically... we'll make We'll God,
3: make millions.
4: Yeah.
2: God, there was nothing like a... A fun dip after school, bro.
4: Or oh, fucking you know what I used to love. The the fucking ring pop and those candy. It was a whistle made from yeah. candy. Remember those? I do. I know what you're
2: talking about, yeah.
4: I used to love those things.
2: I didn't like the, the ring pop. It was like oh uh doc, any thoughts on Brad Armstrong and Brian Carr here? It goes a little while.
3: Well, we did hear during this match that uh, Jr. said that Buddy E. Lee Roberts will be at the Clash.
2: I think they said that last week. Stay tuned to that if you are a... Um, he said Buddy, trade, Buddy Roberts last
3: week. But he said Buddy E. Lee Roberts.
2: That's your uh, VCR for that one, right, Harper?
4: <laughs> Buddy E. Lee. So he's, he's trying to say Robert E. Lee.
2: I think that's what he was going for. All is right. that what you figured, Doc? bro?
3: I, all I will say is that it is a Confederate flagathon at the opening match of this upcoming <laughs> clash. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: oh boy!
4: Where is it at?
3: Asheville, North Carolina. Uh-oh.
2: Uh-oh. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Because the next one is in Knoxville, maybe. I'm trying to remember.
3: Because um, we're not just a Southern promotion. Yeah, well... BA's mullet is terrible, by the way. It's getting worse.
4: They're not a it's Southern fine. promotion, but they got fucking Eric Bischoff dressed like a fucking Confederate general for fucking <laughs> Halloween Havoc.
2: Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Uh, Brad wins with the Russian Lake sweep and pins Brian Carr as he should. Uh, let's... Candyman. The Candyman.
4: Why? What What good is that?
2: Boogie? <laughs> Nothing about you says candy like, or man. Like
4: who's what? sitting there saying, well, hey, man, you know, we got Brad Armstrong here. It's like, you know what? We need to call him the fucking candy man. Harper, who told Michael Hayes that white lipstick was going to be good? What? That's his teeth, huh?
2: No, no, that's not his teeth. You just listen and watch this. He's and dressed Jimmy... up
3: like that dude that... Was at the Capitol on on that time.
2: Dude, he actually does have that color face paint on his face. Yeah. First thing I thought of
3: was like, hi. Dude, 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 let's (laughs) ride. Let's
2: ride. Let's listen listen to Hayes (laughs) and Garvin here.
1: Wednesday night, get your face in the place. The place being right here on TBS. Uh Mountain Madness. Fall Brawl 2, you will see the fabulous Freebirds, led by General Bud E. Lee yeah. against those phony southern boys and bullet Bob Armstrong. And I want you to understand, people, we have not one intention of coming to win. No. We're coming to embarrass you in front of the biggest yeah. audience ever. Yeah. We will heal the sick and raise the dead make the mothers go out of their heads. <sighs>
2: I can't get past the way they look. They, they, it's a new high every week. What a train wreck, Doc. Your thoughts on Hayes and Garvin here?
3: Garvin's so bad looking that I don't even focus on Hayes.
4: Yeah, he, he, he looks like a, I don't know, man.
2: God, his beard's growing back, Harper. Though, because like it's back for his, the
3: clash too.
2: Yeah, it's he's got a he's got a stubble here for sure, but I don't know how to describe Garvin. I mean, Harper said it a couple weeks ago he looks like a cabbage patch kid and he did.
3: He did. And now
2: he now his beard is growing back so it doesn't look as bad, but he's he needs a full beard. He doesn't look but right. But the well.
3: opposite of as bad isn't good. Yeah. And why is
4: it, yeah, dude, why is Michael PSA's word the lipstick and why is his face painted like he's fucking Adam and Ant.
2: he looks ridiculous it's like
3: he's been on Felch Casper the ghost yeah
2: wow yeah I can't answer that question Hopper uh. I can't Um but hey you know they're in some inter- the match at the clash is something to look forward to with them and southern boys it 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 really is. So you know, I can't do the free birds this era. It's not what it should be, but hey, it's neither here nor there. They do look absolutely, utterly ridiculous, though. And I'll leave it at that. Uh, Doc, any other thoughts from you on those two at that moment? No. Jesus Christ. All right. So we get a bunch of commercials, and then when we come back from commercial we go to the wrestling wrap-up with jim ross doc were you about to say something before i play this no oh okay i thought you were about to jump in uh jim ross is hosting the wrestling wrap-up this week and we're going to hear another statement from the black scorpion let's go now to jr with the wrestling wrap-up back to tbs
0: everyone jim ross back with you here on the wrestling wrap-up remember the wrestling wrap-up the official publication of world championship wrestling is on sale wherever you see wcw events Well, this Wednesday night, the Class of Champion Sting will defend his World Heavyweight Championship for the first time on national television, and it will be against the mysterious Black Scorpion. The Black Scorpion's identity, a well-kept secret, no doubt about that. And he talked to us last week, but he's also had another statement that he has made recently, and we want you to hear that right now. These are comments from the Black Scorpion. Sting, how has your week been? Figure out who I am yet. No, well, I didn't really think you would. I could tell you, but why? I want you to be scared. I want you to wonder. I want you to look behind you. Check in the closet. Check behind the bed. (laughs) Uh, Sting.
4: On the 5th, at Mountain Madness, we might both find what we're looking for.
1: I'll tell you what. If you beat me,
4: I'll tell you my name.
0: If I beat you, it won't matter, because you'll be in no shape to care
1: enough for now sting think about it one more week september 5th mountain madness i'll be waiting for you good luck sting
2: all right scorpion dropping some mysteries here doc what are your thoughts on black scorpion there because we got a lot of these to go to before we get to the end of this thing.
3: It's pitiful. It's embarrassing.
2: <laughs>
3: and somebody there knew how bad it was and let it happen.
2: They not only let it happen, they'd never hit eject on it.
4: No, they just like... Let's fucking keep on riding this shit through.
2: They just let it roll. We got a long way to go for this thing to play out. That's the. Uh,
3: There's a bunch of people of. that should be embarrassed.
4: Yeah, dude, that it's so bad. It's just awful. And the go thing ahead. is,
2: it, go ahead.
4: Like, if you're watching that for the first time, you're like, well, what's it gonna look like? It's just. He's wearing a fucking black mask, and the fucking uh, what do you call it? The whole, the, the you know, the, the whole white. Yeah, well, but in the ring, that like black. I don't know what you call it, like with the sleeves and, and and I'm like, what? That's it.
2: So that's it. Let me play devil's advocate. If you're seven, eight years old, though.
3: No. No. Scary was Kamala. This is goofy.
4: Yeah, this is fucking goofy. The Black Scorpion was just your standard masked wrestler like the gladiators. That's what he he's just a masked wrestler like we've seen okay. a million times.
2: Uh, fair enough. I'm again, Devil's advocate. That's all. That's all I'm saying.
4: What, what well, you, you think he looked better?
2: Well, I mean, right here, okay, you're here's the thing. You're project you're you're stating something you already know when we see him at the clash. At this moment in time, we hadn't seen him at the clash. We don't know what he was gonna wear to wrestle in. All we see is this silhouette. Not not necessarily a silhouette, but a foggy type, you know, produced man with what appears to have a hood and a robe on, but we can't we don't really know what he was going to wear at this moment. So I'm just like, to me as a kid, you're seeing this. Yeah. You are kind of like scared and you're like, Oh God. And if you're one of those little stingers, doesn't I mean there were lots of them, whether doc wants to admit it or not. Yeah. I mean, I think kids would be intrigued by this and trying to figure out, what what's going on here. It's a little different for.
4: Yeah. But then meeting... once you see him, you're like, this is it. Hmm. That's a finish.
2: Uh, right. Maybe. We'll talk about it at the clash, but uh... do we have to? <laughs> I know you got a lot to say. I actually got some questions for you about that whole the way it goes down at the clash. But yeah, I mean Harper, I hear you. I, look, I'm not trying to defend it. It's dumb, but I, I think there's here's an audience what's happened,
3: Harper. It. Mike Mike admitted this to me. Admitted this to me last week. He's like, look, it was after we recorded the other night. He's like, look, I know this shit's terrible. But I really need you and Harper to make it sound interesting, or we're never going to get through this shit. We can't. So, well, we have to, Harper. So you got to put on your working boots. Okay. You got to lie to the people, and you got to make this shit seem interesting. This is this is great. <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> Keep doing that.
3: See, there you go. It's if like you the don't Night learn, Stalker. If you don't learn, uh, Smoky Mountain. But bruh, you don't, don't learn you're how joking to the
2: night stalker's coming soon
3: yeah oh yeah that's true huh
2: mm-hmm.
3: look if you don't learn how to fake it you're never gonna make it in the corporate world
2: <laughs> bruh, is my, oh, not in the corporate world. Yeah. I can see him showing up to some bull crap meeting and just be like bruh this is stupid. <laughs> To
4: some
2: some booker. And then looking like, did he just say that? Yeah.
3: And why are his sleeves ripped off of his shirt?
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's move on because I've got something I got to play here for us. The next match on the show is Sting versus Sheik Ali Shakar, which is. George Weingroff, he did that
3: in uh, Smoky Mountain too.
2: Yes, one show, right? Not more. Yeah, than he one. did
3: a pickup where he was the a guy that Kevin Sullivan brought in to attack on Brian Lee. That's right. Oh yeah, there were several of those guys that did like one-offs, and he right. was one of them.
2: He was one of them. And and Ron Wright cut a promo. For this guy, I think, saying something like, because he was built from Iraq, and he was like, oh, no, they just, it's humanitarian effort over there in, in the Middle East. The Americans are over there, uh, you know, pampering babies and handing out milk. It, it was so not politically correct, but it, that's what made Ron right great. So the reason I pause it is because we're going to get a picture-in-picture picture from Sting talking about the Black Scorpion. And then Sting's opponent here, Sheikh Ali starts praying before the match and bob coddle makes fun of him and says i don't know if he was praying to mecca or what and then sting goes they would have canceled sting and if there was a twitter back in the day or we were in today's day and age back then sting starts mocking him as he's praying and he continues to mock the prayer motion and the Southern wrestling fans are lighting up like a Christmas tree as Sting mocks the Muslim, and I'm just like, boy, I just kept thinking if there was a Twitter back then, which obviously there wasn't, the the world would have lost its mind at this moment. Let me play it, that way y'all can watch it and we can discuss it. Um, but uh, Doc, as we're waiting for it to get to that point, any thoughts about what I was mentioning?
3: You could do this again right now. Hell, Sting's still wrestling. He could reprise his role.
2: Bro, if they did this on TV nowadays, they would be be like, cancel AEW. Cancel WWE.
3: Let's do something great. Let's do something that gets a reaction.
2: All right, look, so he's praying. All right, watch him, Hopper. He's praying, and Uh Sting's staring at him as the pitcher, and Sting points to him. And then the fans are yelling, so the guy gets up, and he's like, be quiet. I'm trying to pray. And now Sting just throws it into Southern Wrestling Overdrive when he gets on his hands and knees and mocks the dude. This is so dirty. This is so dirty. He's praying. He goes. Look, we're a religious-free and politics-free podcast, but I can't help it. The man's praying right now. So Sting's just watching him. Thought he got on his hands and knees. When's he gonna finally get on his hands and knees, Doc?
4: You t- I
3: didn't see that part.
2: I thought he did. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess, I guess I'm seeing things. What but the um, hell? You, there it is. Oh, there oh, there, it, there it, is. it is. He mocked him right there. He didn't get on his hands and knees, but he but he bowed down to him like there he go. Oh come on. He's,
3: <laughs> he's hey so hey wet. hey hey. He's just ex- sting is just exercising his. First amendment rights. That's right. Freedom of speech.
2: Let's get back to it. Sting mocking. Mocking this poor man's religion. And hey, his i man, man,
3: George Weingroff, this is a he's awesome here. They had something with this.
2: Well, George Weingroff is talented. He's not just some,
3: He's a talented wrestler and he's selling the gimmick. I enjoyed this match. Wrong well, guy you- won, but I enjoyed it. She wearing BDU pants?
2: Like military oh, 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 oh. This was before Saddam's
3: Desert Royal, Storm, right? Saddam's Royal Guard, pal.
2: No, this is this is this is this is during that moment, Harper. I oh, think. is it? Yeah. Didn't it start in? I think it they, just they started. They said it. They said
3: it on here. JR's like all the men and women that are yeah. deployed. Oh.
4: Uh, yeah,
2: this is when it had just started, so, like, this was a hot item.
4: What's yeah. Ranger Ross
2: at? Thank God not on our television lately.
4: He's the <laughs>
3: Pearl?
2: Yeah, he was the Pearl, that's right. Was Hopper here for that show? I don't know. He wasn't, he missed it. They put Ranger Ross in a, in a Japanese gimmick, like he was the a Great Black Buddha. Pearl? Well, they had him... He was completely masked, so you didn't know it was him unless you knew it was him.
4: Yeah, but and you he can looked. still see his his skin tone, right?
2: No, he's completely covered, head to toe. Oh, all right. There's no, Yeah, no. you could not see anything, and it was terrible. It was... The minute you saw him, you're like, look at this stupidity. I mean, you think Black Scorpion's dumb. That was even dumber. God, um, Sting mocks poor George Weingroff here, Sheik Ali, but... Sting's gonna end up winning this match. Uh he's gonna hit the Stinger splash and then the Scorpion Deathlock. Doc, any thoughts on these two here? Which actually they had a good match because George Weingroff knows what he's doing and he's an experienced professional wrestler.
3: I agree. All right. I thought this was uh, a really entertaining match. I thought it was good. I mean, nothing wrong with it.
2: So we'll keep moving then. They have a commercial where they plug the the Clash again and a little bit more talk about the Black Scorpion and the match that's coming up with Sting and Scorpion. And Flair and Luger are going for the U.S. title at the Clash. And then the next match is going to be Mean Mark versus Jason Knight. Let me get to it here. Um, Jason
3: Knight bleaches hair.
2: I'll tell you in a second.
4: Okay.
2: Oh, yeah. I didn't realize it till you said it, and I don't know how I didn't realize it. Cause, God, it's glowing.
4: Yeah.
2: I mean, you could see it from. Oh, oh wow. Uh, me, Mark, looking like the Undertaker of.
3: He's growing that hair out to get ready for that role, you know. Yeah. No, I mean it's I, the best. I, I, I mean it's the best gimmick ever, right?
2: Harper just said it. Like, if you okay, I'm not saying it's exactly like it, but if you look at him here. He looks like him. That looks like Hopper said it, American Badass. I mean, he really does. But uh, me, Mark's looking good. Got to say, he's taking on Jason Knight. Paul E dangerously cuts a promo he mentions to tune in tomorrow to the NWA main event to hear some final words from the Black Scorpion. I think we'll pass on that, Paul E. Yeah. And Doc, I'll throw it to you. Uh, any thoughts on this match? I need to get with 2708. With uh do you need audio from 2708 or just 2708 No,
3: 2708? It was a good
2: looking move. Okay. All right, so let's go to it. Here we go. Oh, let me go back. When he That's Oh, the it, suplex. Think... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's coming up. I I went back a little bit so you can see when he picks him up. Yeah, he holds him up in the air for a while.
4: Uh, get come you right on. Up here. Get your fucking legs straight. Ah, oh, you fucking <laughs> but- idiot.
3: But the oh, way I'm that 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 Undertaker like jumped on the suplex was nice.
2: He muscled him too. Yeah, because yep. those legs were folded over. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Any other thoughts, Doc? On these two, me Mark wins. He goes to the walks the ropes, elbow drop on Knight for the win. I tell you, what looks great? It looks awesome when he hits that that. Flying lariat.
3: It's just hard to believe we can't find something for this guy to do.
2: Um, I I posted crazy? a. Y'all are gonna. I mean, I'm him. not
3: saying that he needs to be the Undertaker. I'm just saying we don't see enough in him to not let him leave.
2: So, you so know, while are... Oli's
3: voicing over the Black Scorpion, he's also telling Mean Mark he ain't ever gonna draw a dime in this business. <clears throat> Maybe we have the wrong guy booking now.
4: And fucking Eli Gante
2: yeah well, that's
3: a well, that was a dead turner thing. thing. yeah
2: So what I was going to mention is I posted a promo of mean Mark and Paul Lee from the show from two weeks ago that we did on the Facebook group. Facebook page, not group. And dude, there's 30,000 followers on that page now and 15,500 likes or something like that, the page has grown. There's got to be a significant number of... I don't want to say significant, but there's a portion of people who follow that page and like that page who I don't think listen to us. And one of the comments that was made about Mean Mark when I posted the promo from him and Paul E was that, oh, look, it's, it's The Undertaker uh, before he... before He made it sound like WCW... Um, Tra- not WCW trashed him, before he ran for the hills and turned his back on WCW. And I was like, bro, you really sound stupid. This man, God, I hate to say it, I don't want to sound like Darren, but he had one of the best gimmicks ever. What are you talking about? I That's mean, people he really say he dumb shit. You just gotta
4: ignore it.
2: Well, that was, well, I get that part, Harper. I, I really do. But my whole point is like, He's the damn Undertaker. Like, what are you talking about? So anyway, it just just thought I'd mention that because, hey, best gimmick ever,
3: Callaway. Best gimmick ever, Callaway, man.
2: It yeah, it really was. Best gimmick ever. So uh, anyway, uh, me and Mark wins, and I can't believe they couldn't find something to do with this man. Easy to say for us, but don't get it. All right, uh, Doc. Any other thoughts as we go to Missy plugging the main event,
3: me girl. We can't find somebody for her to manage.
2: <laughs> She's mm-hmm. hosting the main event with Jr. Gosh, she looks good right there too, dude. You know what sucks is, I feel like the Steiner, the Steiner's baby faces don't need her. Because they're so over, but she was with them. Yeah, and I just, I just feel like, man, which, here's would the they thing: more over with her, or is it? No, they did right by not having her with them. Still,
3: hey Harper, have you heard the news? What? Speaking of Broad's, uh, Sonny's oh. back in jail.
4: Yeah, I saw that. Well, she's probably going to stay in jail, huh? Come on. I mean, fuck.
2: Yeah, I'm with Harper. It gets to a point where it's like, look, we we wish you well. We want you to clean up your life. But it, it gets to a point where it's like, if you can't stop right. doing things that land you in jail. I, look, I'm a very forgiving person. One time and you get out and rehab yourself, maybe two. How many times she's been in now? I mean, it just gets to the point where it's like,
4: I forget how many DUIs she's had. Four, I five? thought she
2: was up to like five or six.
4: Yeah, I mean, what the fuck?
2: And I think this was allegedly um, she was charged with threatening the boyfriend or something, the current boyfriend.
4: Yeah. yeah. What? It's just like what the? It's like you're pushing fifty. Grow up. Uh, uh, okay.
2: He's not wrong, Doc. What
4: about a? Uh, what about a? Uh, did
3: you hear about Jenna Jameson? No. She's in the hospital, and they. She had some. She said she has some disease, but then her like boyfriend or whatever said, "Nah, she ain't got that." And they showed a picture. She looked awful.
4: I'm not surprised.
3: Or get these <laughs> girls when they're young and hot.
2: I I just I'm with Hopper. It gets to a point where it's like, grow up. Yeah, for you're, real. You're you're 50 years old. W- no. what is the problem here?
4: You saw that shirt? It said, wine and dine me, Frankenstein me. Tell
2: yeah, me. I'm going to that. We're we're going to it. We'll move on now. So uh, the next matchup is Rick and Scott Steiner versus, once again, Death Row and Snake Watson. Last time they went up against Death Row, it was something else. Scott Steiner gives a young fan a shirt that says, wine me, dine me, Frankenstein me. And I'm not going to comment anymore because I'm not convinced that this young lady is of age that they give this to. Definitely looks underage to me. There's the shirt, Wine and dine Me Frankenstein Me. And um, that is not an of age person. That's a oh, young God. teenager.
4: Oh, my God. I got that from Scott. He's going to Frankenstein me. He's going to Wine and Dime Me.
2: Doc, is it safe to say she's not of age?
3: I'm not saying anything about anything
2: until exactly. you move on. Legal department at BTC says, keep your filthy comments to standards yourself and, and the practices. The
3: our standards and practices department is woefully under budgeted, but even, <laughs> but even we're, we've got, you know, we do have a couple of things in place, protocols, and that's going to be one of them.
4: Yeah.
2: I don't think I can add anything more to that. So I'll just keep moving. We got a picture. We're,
3: and... we're, we're not here to mess with the women, the kids, or the or the animals. That's right. Everybody else gonna... needs. Everybody else needs to get a helmet put on. But those three we're things, gonna... you know.
2: Especially earlier when you all were mocking um, a certain political party.
3: Ooh. <laughs> Who? What? Not us.
4: Yeah.
2: I was just. I was just waiting for Harper to say "bump stock, bump stock, bump stock, bump stock," like a <laughs> like a six, like a four year old does. Heritage, but anyway
4: not hate.
2: we'll keep moving because we are going to get um yeah let me just let me just play what's going to happen here to make earlier regarding the steiner brothers let's hear this statement
0: this is a new day in professional wrestling i've been all around and i've seen all of them now the steiners Listen
1: to me. The Steiners has the potential of being the greatest. I'm high on them. People, watch them. You ain't never seen where they, they go in places that you couldn't even dream of.
2: Just, oh my God. Uh, I need to apologize in advance. I need to apologize in advance to long-time BTT Hall of Fame patron, Duck Bozard, Ducky. I'm sorry because I know you love you some Thunderbolt Patterson because you're from the mid-Atlantic area, but that was terrible. Um, right, Harper, what did you just say? You. What was what? What
4: the fuck was that?
2: I don't know. He's uh, making a pitch to manage the Steiners, it seems, and ah. I, I want he- I want nothing about Thunderbolt Patterson with the Steiners.
3: He's Why can't he complete a sentence? Because I he gets think, frustrated.
2: I think he gets like... I think he's if. old and gets lost in thought in what he's about to say.
3: Bruh, he's 47 if. years old. Right.
2: Well, I'm sorry. If you move! <laughs> if you move, Ole! <laughs> oh, I'm... um. I'm... If you move! What? <laughs> I i don't i don't i don't know doc i have got nothing i mean the the thing is and i I think uh it was Ben Martin who said it on social media to me, and I knew this was coming he he makes a like move to to like manage them and dude that's the last thing they need
4: that's the last thing they need i mean fuck they used to have missy
2: Dude, they don't need a manager? They definitely don't need an old man who can't speak managing them. Um, Doc, we're about to get in about 15 seconds on the video, a Steiner line to death row from Rick Steiner. <laughs> and then Rick Steiner muscles up death row for a pow for a uh, body slam. I've, death got row- the
3: bo- I've got the body slam marked.
2: Death row is clueless.
4: Oh, God, that was bad.
2: It's glory. Here comes the Steiner line in a second.
4: Oh, there you
3: go. <laughs> there and then I have the next move at 27 seconds here.
2: Yeah. So it, in 10 seconds, I was it.
3: like, man, that's strong.
2: Watch how he muscles him up here, Hopper.
4: Oh, shit. No, what, oh, my God.
3: Come on, buddy. Oh, boy.
2: He just dead how much you think death row weighs, Harper?
4: Oh, Four twenty five. Something like that.
2: Four twenty five, no.
4: I look, at Scott's all pissed off. He's like, you motherfucker. 360?
2: Uh, he, well, he he's didn't a post. Good, he didn't post at all. He he was no. basically he was like a a, pa- a sack of potatoes with yeah. appendages, and I can't tell you how hard that is to lift somebody when they do that to you. I mean, no. It truly shows how strong Rick Steiner is. I mean, he's the smaller of the two, but he I can't explain to you how much strength and balance he had to have to pick him up. And then like I've that.
0: Got another one here
3: at 3504.:
2: Yeah, let's go to whoa, that.: Whoa,
3: one. Death rows all over the place in there. Look
2: look, 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 Scott Scott muscles him <laughs> up. God. The problem
4: is, he's probably never really left his feet. And and
3: if you wrestle in the stunners, you're yeah. gonna leave your feet.
4: He's probably never they... been fucking super. Bro, bro, look, look. Yeah, suplex, body slam. No, you're He's gonna probably learn. never fucking. T- oh
2: yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's <laughs> the uh, move like you were talking about, Josh. Like
4: playing like in the pool wrestling.
2: That dude he... sucks, bro. He has he no the, clue. Was he one of the commandos? No, no that was Ray he's Candy. Gonna into it.
3: He's going to get shot on oh, 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 shit. That was the timestamp.
2: I so felt bad. <laughs> Go ahead, Hopper.
4: Why did you want to take it out on him?
2: Well, right, that's what that's I was going to say. Right. I felt bad for Snake Watson because Scott's pissed and he just fucking <laughs> <laughs> nails him with a lariat that just cleans his clock
3: well we've already done a review where Rotunda shoots on death row for being stupid
2: that was one of the best shows we've ever done on Patreon Uh, like quick shows I mean because we did the video version and everybody loved us reviewing that the way he shot on death row and death row acted like he was going to do something and Rotunda's just toying with him like bitch you do not want to do this because I will take you to the ground and you won't be able to do anything Look how um, wild, uh
4: Death Row is.
2: And he didn't even do anything. But they
4: show him in a corner. He's just hanging on the ropes. And it's obvious he's out of breath.
2: Doc, did we get your time stamp in? Yes. Was it the Lariat?
4: There, there, it,
3: it, yeah, but there's just so much. Yes, the Lariat was it. Yes.
2: I feel bad for Snake Watson because it wasn't like he did anything wrong. He, he caught, caught the wrath of it. on
3: that.
4: Yeah.
2: Like, uh, the Steiners are just impressive. Just to, to be able to throw a man like Death Row around and just take him where you want him. Ole's a big man. It's one thing to take Ole down like they did on that pay-per-view of Clash Doc, but they're just flinging around this. I don't know how tall Death Row is. And I don't. I mean, he weighs a good 350 at least, but he looks like he's a good 6'2", 6'3", and Scott's just manhandling him. He's just throwing him around like a ragdoll even when he doesn't want to go. Okay, uh, any other thoughts on the Steiners as they defeat those two? No. All right. Samoan SWAT team cut a quick promo. They tell the Steiners, you're going down. Now, the Steiners are not wrestling in the SST at the Clash, but I thought I'd mention that since we have actually seen these four guys kind of get into it. If you remember, I think one of them hit Scott Steiner with a shovel. Um, So we've seen some heat there with these two, and that's why I wanted to bring that up. But they're cutting a promo, but... I don't know. I'm not going to tell you to hold your breath on if that match will happen or not. So stay tuned. Uh, we get a bunch of commercials. Go ahead. I remember on. this commercial. I did too.
4: The Greyhound sixty. Bro, Greyhound. Imagine taking a Greyhound bus. No. Just driving around to, to you know driving. Let's say from fucking New Orleans to fucking Dallas up by you all. Fuck you. That probably take probably six fucking days.
3: And you're I bet you next would some asshole with tuberculosis or some shit,
4: right,
2: Harper? I guarantee you it would take like fifteen hours or some bull crap because of the stops,
4: right? That's the problem.
2: I needed to ask you too, a question. uh Um. Now I didn't have cable during this time, but evidently CNN had a NFL preview uh, pregame show in nineteen ninety. That started at eleven thirty Eastern, which would have been ten I mean, thirty. Do y'all remember that at all?
4: You no, know. no, because I didn't have cable, so this was this this is all new to me.
2: Vince, Cellini, and or Cellini—I can't remember if I'm no, I remember that right. him, Cellini, it, and Ken Stabler, Stabler hosted this thing. Now, Ken Stabler was at one time a CBS color commentator on NFL games in the eighties. Yeah, but he went for the Saints. And the, Raiders.
4: At, at the end of his career.
2: And he was done. Yeah. When he came to the Saints. God. Bum Phillips made some dumb trades. He traded for... I love Darryl Campbell, but the dude had no legs by the time he got to the Saints. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen that run, Hopper, where he breaks into the open, and he's at like the 40-yard line, and he gets to the 20, and he just runs out of gas. <laughs> And nothing left in the tank. He's like, all right, I think I'll lay down here. Damnedest thing I've ever seen. But I did not know CNN had a pregame show in the in 1990. So that was news to me. I don't recall it. Um, Let's keep moving. The next match is Lex Luger versus Doug Vines. Uh, pitcher and pitcher promo from Luger. Luger tells Flair it's the final showdown uh, between the two of them. I wouldn't count on that being final. But anyway, Luger wins with the torture rack to no one's surprise. Uh, I got nothing else from it, Doc. What do you got?
3: Vines had an interesting haircut here, because it's not mullet necessarily. It's just he's a long-haired dude.
2: That's how he looked in the early '80s, too.
3: Well, yeah, he had a uh, he had the ICW championships with um, uh, Jeff Sword. Sword.
2: Yep, he wrestled in Mid South too. Enhancement talent, like, I mean, I don't, I'm. Just if you look at him right here and what he's wearing, boots, hairdo, everything, I it looks like he's in 1983 right now. This is, there's no difference. Seven years later. He's stuck with the gimmick. Knew how to wrestle, though. I mean, it wasn't like he was a bad wrestler. No. But, um, but everything he's got on is, I mean, it's Doug Vines that I remember. But nothing else from that. Okay. So no. anything else, Doc, before we keep going? No. Alright. So we we do need to get to a flare promo. And this is what we're talking about when we just don't have enough smack talk. There's just nothing. And before I go to it, I'll just say they gave Ric Flair 30 seconds to cut a promo, and here it is.
1: Wednesday night, right here, PBS the Clash of Champions, and yours truly. Woo! The Nature Mark! Custom made! From head to toe, styling and profiling, will walk to the ring and defeat Lex Luger for the United States Heavyweight Championship on TBS Wednesday night, live and in color. Woo!
2: Um, TBS should be fined by the FCC for stupidity for giving Ric Flair a 30-second promo and nothing else before Clash of the Champions episode or for before a clash that's coming up against luger for the u.s title this is just dumb 30 seconds is there's no excuse doc what do you have
4: i
3: think rick ought to say i'm gonna win that u.s title and melt it make a ring out of it because it's such a
2: worthless title okay and your thoughts on the 30 second promo
4: yeah fuck all that bro we're not cutting promos anymore right right that's not a promo
2: yeah, you're right. It's it's an ad for the show that's coming up.
4: Yeah, and it's it's one of those little tape fucking things we have in front of a fucking green screen. Good point. It it, 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 it and in a picture in picture, I guess that's that's their promos. I guess they figured we can save time by doing that during the matches. Uh,
2: it's, you know, instead, I, of having, I,
4: instead of having to do the promo after you know, between matches we could just have that during a match to save time
2: i'd give them a pass but we saw a two-hour episode where they had barely any promos
4: yeah it's just it's it's it's, it's, fuck
2: this (laughs) um so sig vicious is now taking on joe kazana and sid power bombs kazana and wins doc any thoughts He flung Kazana there.
3: So Sid is on the hot ass tail of Sting, but he's not going to wrestle at the Clash.
2: Oh, I got a bunch of stuff to say about who wrestles and doesn't wrestle at the Clash. If you're okay. going to bring that up, and then there's somebody who wrestles, see <clears throat> man, at the Clash that. Needs a promo cut on him. I'm sorry, Chris Zauha. I, I love you, man. You're the man, Chris Zancha. You're 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 one of the greats out there and one of the best members of our Facebook community and all that stuff. But we just gonna have to agree to disagree about Z-Man. I I, I can't, bro. Um, yeah, we got a problem. There's some things on the clash. We'll talk about that though. All right, Doc. Anything else? No. All right. Yeah, I forgot. I didn't make a note. I want to see how vicious Sid's power bomb is on Kazana. Wow. Sid, uh, Sid puts it on him, dude. Okay, I'm gonna to get to it, Doc. I'm trying to fast forward a little bit to the video package because I need Hopper to see this too. Here is the. This is the video package for the Master Blasters. Now, y'all just saw a second of it before I could hit pause. Pay attention because it's not long. Okay. Here it is. No audio. Just watch it. See some guys walking through. See the legs and feet of guys walking through what appears to be a junkyard or a car compactor type yard. They're crushing cars. And that was it.
3: That's it. Can't wait.
2: Yeah. Can't wait. Now, I'm not sure why they showed this clip, first of all, in that it was so short. Because we only see, again, the legs of the Master Blasters walking through this facility. It seemed pointless unless they really thought we were wondering and thinking, wow, who could that be? I would have just assumed just debut them at the Clash and that would be fine because I don't know if seeing their legs right here would have made me want to go, ooh, who's that? Uh, especially just a couple days before Clash. Any additional thoughts, Doc?
4: What are we doing? <laughs> yeah, this is horrible. <laughs>
2: There is one great member of the Master Blasters, though. I can't wait to talk about that, though. I'll tell Oh, you yeah, it'll I'm be Gun interesting to that
3: talk window. about when the, we actually see him from the waist up.
2: <laughs> Let's go to the closing promo of this week's episode from September 1st of 1990. It is Sting, and uh, I'm here for it because Doc loves him some Sting.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to spend it with a heavyweight champion of the world, the Stinger. Remember, fans, this Wednesday night, the Stinger will defend the world's heavyweight championship for the first time on national television right here on TBS against the unknown commodity, the Black Scorpion. Black Scorpion, I don't know who he is. He
1: says he's from California from 1986. Somebody I used to know. I don't know who it is. We've had the opportunity to see one tape, maybe we'll get to see more. He's kind of letting little hints go by, but I guess we'll never know exactly who it is until we hop into the ring. And i got to admit, Rossi, I'm the kind of guy that just kind of does whatever comes to mind, you know. But we are talking about an unknown, somebody... Says he knows me but i don't know him and i'm not sure exactly how i'm going to prepare for a match like this so i am kind of curious and i am thinking about it i do lay in bed at night thinking who is this guy what's his background what's his style in the ring so it's not just gonna float by my head it's
0: definitely on my mind you know it's going to be a great challenge not being able to scout for someone but you're going to be fighting this one on national television will that make a difference
1: national television is always the best place To defend the world title, because when you defend the world title, I want the whole world, not just everybody in the arena to see, but everybody in the whole wide world. And I'm not going to let anybody down, because it took me a long time to come up with this, Russ.
0: Best of luck to you, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you tomorrow night at 6.05 on the main event.
2: Rick got 30 seconds, and Sting got that. I'm not sure what I'm supposed to say, Doc. What are your thoughts?
4: This is why I said, I'm not watching this shit. (laughs) Well, and he's half no selling
3: the damn black scorpion, which I don't yeah. blame him, but what are we doing here?
4: Yeah, this is fucking shit, bro. Ah. Uh. Hmm. I, I don't that... know.
3: I like I I mean, I'm excited. The cla- look. Uh. The clash is not the clash is worth it so far.
4: It was this. A third was the AWA at this time, huh? They're on life support. Oh, they may be done. Oh yeah, that's true.
2: Yeah, man. Um. (laughs) Yeah. Let's. Oh no! How this week he's he's completely flustered over the black scorpion. So mm, I
3: know. can tell,
2: man. So we do need to rate it and hand out some Rolexes. That may uh. be a little tough, but uh, before we do so, I want to remind you all to please don't forget to use the BTT Amazon Associates link. That's tinyurl.com/bttamazon. That's tinyurl.com slash bttamazon. Give that link to the wives, girlfriends, side pieces, whatever you have in your life, and tell them to use it. Do like our friend JBL Objective said on Twitter. actually physically put it in the browser for them and bookmark it for them every time they utilize uh, Amazon and they're shopping there. And and, uh, Mikey and DFW did a great job of providing a tutorial on social media as well. So follow it, and it's real easy. But again, it's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. a great way to support this show without spending uh, anything extra. If you're already shopping there, the show gets a little bit of support in return. And then don't forget, look, these are some down shows, but The Clash is going to be spectacular. Maybe not spectacular, but good. And you can listen to our review of that at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. That's tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. All right, Doc, I'll throw it to you first. Do you want to give out the Rolex or rate it first?
3: Let's rate it.
2: Okay, what are you going to rate it? C plus.
3: Oh wow! What?
2: I'm with him. I'm going to give it a C plus as well.
4: Will you give I it mean, a C plus?
3: The enhancement talents were better this week, so you had better in ring matches. And then it's always fun when you get somebody like Death Row to watch the Steiners just, you know, put on a a, a demonstration. <laughs>
2: For real? They really did put on a demonstration, which is why um, they're going to get my Rolex.
3: Well, Harper, what did you rate it? You had a reaction to us. So what I, are you going to
2: rate
4: I, I, I'm not fucking. <laughs> this is horrible.
2: You can't hide it. <laughs> a C. Wow.
4: I'll tell you what. I'll give it a C because it was only 52 minutes long. Well now you just gave it a higher grade than us No that I makes no, That
3: makes no sense Okay yeah we had C plus that's right
4: Yeah And the Rolex uh, I fuck it. The Steiner brothers For fucking muscling up that fucking uh, Careful. Death Row guy Okay.
2: Yeah. yeah I thought he was about to say something Totally <laughs> <laughs> Like he did that time Years ago Oh my god
4: what?
2: <laughs> Doc knows what I'm talking about. Even Phil Allen at the pop when he said that years ago. I'll never forget. He was going off on me for something. And I was like, Oh my god, he's not about to say that. And he didn't say it. And I was glad. But it was close. Oh. Yeah, I gotta give I gotta give it to the style. Who are you giving your Rolex to, Doc?
3: Oh, the
4: Steiners. Steiner line.
2: <laughs> the best part about that is Snake Watson didn't do anything to them and they just took right. it out on him.
4: They were like, yeah, fuck you.
2: <laughs> he was like guilty by association. It was pretty terrible.
4: He's, was probably he's probably met the guy five minutes ago.
2: <laughs> that was bad. That was bad for him, man. All right, Yep. Yeah. so um, uh, two Cs, two uh, one C, one 2C+, and everybody gave it to the Steiner brothers. Uh, before we get out of here, I need to mention a couple of quick things. Check out our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Morata and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT, slightly classier, definitely more professional, still fun nonetheless. They support us, so please support them. Uh, check out them at OVP or Our Vantage Point, wherever you get your podcast from. And then check out the Bottom Line cast with Mike Pru and JV. They they do our ECW show on the Patreon feed, but they also handle uh, or do their own show on the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, just check out the Bottom Line cast wherever you get your podcast from and give them a listen. Uh, Hopper, have you gotten any video shout outs lately or anything that you have that you've had to do?
4: I got one.
2: Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, so if you'd like your very own video shout out from Hardbody Hopper, uh, email him first, ChrisHopper16Wildcat with a K at gmail.com. That's ChrisHopper16Wildcat at gmail.com. Uh, tell him what you want in your video shout out or relationship advice or, you know, whatever you've, you're having him cut a promo on, whether it's a friend or whatnot. And then, most importantly, you're going to have to PayPal him to cc30388cc at yahoo.com. The email and the PayPal address are in the show description, so check it out there along with the timestamp. Doc, anything else before we get out of here? As now, the Look, Los Vaqueros son chero y uno y I've hecho been... con los playoffs.
3: No, you know... I'm not in a good mood because of that. I came on here and I was a good sport about.
2: You this were. I got to give you credit.
3: So let me go.
2: Wow, he's upset. Um, hey Doc, would you rather lose the way you lost, or would you rather lose by the greatest no call in sports history—the non-call on the pass interference in the NFC title game?
3: We won that game, so you know.
2: No, no. I mean, the Saints lost. Would you rather lose like that or would you rather lose with the incompetence?
3: Bruh, I ain't a loser, coach? so I don't sit around contemplating what's the best way to lose.
2: Oh, so you're avoiding the question. This is what no, there going.
3: is no good way to lose.
2: Bruh, did you hear... I, I know what I forgot to ask you and I'm going to let you go. Did you hear what Dak said?
3: <laughs>
2: uh, the excuse Something
3: about... about the... So what did he say?
2: Okay, two said, things. credit
3: to the fans for throwing shit at the refs. Oh, but like I don't he think was they were bl- throwing shit at the refs. I think they were throwing shit at our players.
2: Okay, that was one thing. But then it was like he glossed over the fact that him and his team messed up by not giving the ball to the ref to spot it so that they could spike it and get off a of play.
3: What I heard was from the local guys on Twitter was he didn't know during the end of the game that he had to hand it to the ref, and I'm not oh, sure that on. he knew by the time he got to the podium.
2: So now we're just talking about incompetence.
4: Right.
3: Well, wow. he was 23 of 43. That's not competence either.
2: But but the wide receiver lost the ball in the sun no one time.
3: Yeah. Okay, he was 23 for 42. We'll give him that one back.
2: I got to hate it to you, man. Y- y'all don't lose games by... People pulling off miracles or (laughs) non-calls.
3: We just go out there and from the kickoff, we drop our pants and start acting like Javorski. (laughs) Until somebody tells us it's time to go to the locker room.
2: So what you're saying is McCarthy and Dak and everybody, they just went to the 50-yard line, cranked a few off for three and a half hours, and were like, wait, why did we lose?
3: Let me tell you something. Michael Parsons is a football player. I don't know about everybody else.
2: I will say before we go. That Doc told me last week before the game. Again, he he plays another persona on air. But he told me off air.
3: I've told I've told people though. I have said this. If y'all met me in person, I guarantee most of our listeners would like me. Oh.
2: He but told since that's never
3: gonna happen. Fuck all y'all.
2: His ex, I will, I gotta tell one other thing, and I'm gonna let y'all go. Doc mentioned off air. He was like, "Okay, so what do you think about this game?" I said, "Here's the thing. Jimmy Garoppolo cannot be trusted," and I said two things. One. You can't turn the ball over because that defense is good that they they got a really good defense. I think their defense is excellent. Don't turn the ball over. Don't make dumb mistakes. And so well that happened because they turned the ball over. Um and the other thing is Doc told me directly I don't trust our coach. I don't, don't trust, trust my, that trust my guy. Party. And then he started talking about Wonder Boy, Kellen Moore. And my comment to him was, I cannot believe how much they hype up him. And they did it to Garrett before he became the head coach too of of the team. How much they hype up these Dallas coordinators. They hype them up like they're these Wonder Boys and can do no wrong. And meanwhile, Kellen Moore has not Won a playoff game as a coordinator. Is that right, Doc? Did the last? No, no, no. He won one, right? Was he the was he the coordinator when they beat the Seahawks? I don't think so. Okay, so I was trying to remember. My point being, it's ridiculous. And Doc said it. I don't trust my head coach or Wonder Boy. And I'll be damned. He called it. He was worried. He didn't let y'all see that side of it. But I saw that side of it.
3: Hey, just know by the time we get to July or August, man, I'll be back up to seventeen and no. Come on,
2: seventeen and no Super Bowl.
3: <laughs> the ACCF, <ate>, brother.
2: <laughs> the SEC. Uh, anyway, uh, Doc. Anything else before I have? Harper, hit the tagline. Well,
3: can we just go home?
2: We can go home. Harper, hit the tagline. Let's roll, bro. He's on mute. I can see it. They updated Skype, and he's on mute. <laughs> he must be on. <laughs> He must be on the phone. Doc, it's, like Mike
3: the tr- it's like Mike McCarthy's coach the end of this show.
2: I tell you what, no tagline at the end of this one. This is what I'm going uh, to. Moment is of silence? Gonna... No, no. Well, first off, Doc, just want to make sure you. I ain't go to do the Bonner thing. Don't do that, okay, for one. And then lastly, you've been a good sport about this, but it's got to be said.
4: I know Texas and I know that there ain't nothing good that's ever come from that filthy white trash honky state of Texas.